I'm just glad my jersey's gonna hold up for another few. That's years. why I didn't buy one. <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't buy one. You bought one. I was like, I, I did. I bought one. <laughs> I was like, I'm First not doing it. I can I buy got one, one during. I have never had a Ravens jersey. Never owned one. And then Lamar was a fun player to watch. Everybody was hyped up. 2019 was yeah. like a glorious year. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. You got to see. Year. You took the bait. This is the, this is the year, <laughs> took dude. The bait. And uh, yeah, so I locked in, and I'm feeling pretty good about my investment right about now. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah, man, I'm great. Okay, so I'm episode good. 55. 55. 55. I don't know. I'm trying to think, man. I try to come up with an athlete that has the the, the number. The number 55. It seems like yeah. an easy thing to research on the uh, front end, yeah, but you chose just not don't. to do it. I try to go off memory. Yeah, so this week, Elijah Craig is the bottle of choice. Now, this is a very like straightforward whiskey. I'm sure you've had Elijah Craig. I've had Elijah Craig. I'm sure Josh has had it. We've all probably had it. I this. probably have. I don't yeah, know. yeah. This is not like a deep cut. This is not anything odd. I'm sure I I'm sure I, I just went with it. I saw it. I feel like the last couple of bottles. You made an executive um, decision. Yeah, the last couple of bottles have just been, you know, yeah. Eh. yeah. Not bad, but they've been kind of weird. You've oddities. Been, you've been ready to like, you want to. So like I was a like, staple. let's just do something simple. Let's not do anything crazy. We we missed last week. We missed last week. Let's just ease into it. Yeah. Let's not let's not, you know, have any surprises. Yeah. So uh it's got a you know, nice little uh, wooden cap topper there for anybody who's not had Elijah Craig's not familiar with it. Um Yeah. You didn't so. do your uh What? Yeah. Oh the pop. Yeah. You know, it didn't have a super satisfying pop, if I'm being honest. No. It's okay, it's a little low. Yeah, it's not it's like not. the doesn't have that like high tone that we're normally looking for. But uh, there's very little on our notes list this week. I don't even know if there's any. I'm not sure I updated it. So we're just going to kind of freestyle a little bit through the episode. I can kick things off with saying that I did finally watch Ant-Man. Okay. Quantumania. How did that go for you? Uh, it was subpar is yeah. what I would say. I understand why it did not uh, fare so well in the reviews. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if I've come to a little bit of a uh, consensus on the Marvel, you know, phase that we're in as a whole it's all very weird and i think that it's all it's very abstract and i feel as if the stories and the character arcs are their own complex Mm -hmm. and very uh you gotta really be a marvel fan i think to appreciate and really know where we're going that's just my yeah you're you're very right perception of it absolutely Um, agree and i watched it with emily Emily's a big Marvel fan Wait, of, the, of the movie. You watched it at MC. home? Or did you yeah, at home. At it's, home. It's out? Ant-Man? It is yeah, out, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, it's been out for a few weeks. Um, but em, So Emily is a big fan of the MCU. She doesn't read the comics or anything, but likes the movies and has seen all of them and tracks and has always tracked pretty well through the MCU. What I've, what I've come to learn is that the last several Marvel films have completely lost her. And I, I share mm. that sentiment. I've I feel v- it's very like. I've said this, yep. It's just kind of gone off the map a little bit. Like we're off the rails. And I get, like I understand why people are losing a little bit of uh, excitement, anticipation, uh, you know, love for the series uh, as a whole. Like I find myself kind of wishing things were easier Mm-hmm. And more enjoyable. I know you do. Yeah, I uh, I say this all the time. I, I speak 
a lot about the Infinity Saga and how it was grounded and very interconnected, interweaved, and yeah. from the ground of of espionage with Captain America to the to the cosmic um, airways of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was yes. still interconnected, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we just get a bunch of stories. And like, I appreciate it as a comic book reader because yes. I know what I'm seeing. I know these characters. For the casual fan, they're just like, I don't know what is going on anymore. Yes. You it's, see, it's, when you have zero like relatable or grounded characters, I feel as if you lose a large segment of your audience. Yeah. Because in the beginning... Iron Man, Captain America, even Thor to an extent. Yeah. These were characters that were re- were relatable. Yes. I feel like the situations and the scenarios were more grounded. And while there were obviously superhero things happening, I mean, even Thor was from another, you know, world. planet altogether, yeah, world, yeah. right? So, but even that felt, I could track with it. It felt reasonable to me mm-hmm. and it was enjoyable. Right. The Ant-Man thing was just, I didn't know what we were doing at any point in time. It's all over the place. Ant-Man also has no identity in the like in the MCU as a whole. It feels like they're grasping from like all these other characters a little bit, which is a shame. So like Paul Rudd a lot. Well, this is, is a, that's an interesting take, right? Because the 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 Ant Man that we are dealing with is the second iteration of Ant Man. Yeah. Right. The comic book classic Ant Man that everyone is usually is everyone is used to is Michael Douglas's character, but they decided to he that that character is attached to a lot of uh, negative stigma because of um, the domestic abuse that happens in his story. Uh, a lot of okay. the story arc. Uh, I didn't so, know about that. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man's an abuser? Yeah, he's def- he's a big abuser. Um, How so? He's not a good person. He just, like, slaps up the the wasp. Uh, oh, no yeah, kidding. In like, in, like, a comic book, like, smacks her up. Damn. And, like, Marvel got, like, a lot of heat for that. Really? Um, and wow. so they kind of moved away from him. Yeah, had to separate yourself. And then, you know, brought in Scott Lang. Gotcha. Which okay. kind of works, and that's what we get this new iteration of Ant-Man, right? Okay, yep. All right, I'm tracking. Uh, so that's where the movies pick up. And, uh, you know, they they very much softened. Because, you know, in the, in the comic books, like, uh, Hank Pym creates Ultron. And, like, so Marvel just kind of was like, yeah, we're just not going to, like, even, Do that. Yeah. even tackle any of that. We'll make him a background character. And we'll run with this new iteration of Ant-Man. And we'll just stick to the heist genre. Mm-hmm. And and go that route. Okay. And um, he, uh, to your point, he doesn't really have an identity, right? He's just he's just falls into this situation. Yeah. But he's a thief, so everything is about the heist. And but you're not you're, you're not really invested. You have no sure. investment. And uh, you know, outside of it just being fun and the and the visual effects being great. You don't really feel like there's anything there. It's very, yeah, it falls yeah. very flat. I even thought uh, the visual, I felt like the visual effects, well, maybe not the visual well, effects. Well, in this one, they were The weird. lighting and the cinematography I actually thought was pretty bad. In, in this, this one, movie I didn't, as a yeah. whole. I really was not impressed with much of what I saw in Quantumania. I felt like everything was super dark 
we were in and out of like little worlds and scenarios that really had no context or explanation to them. I was very confused throughout the whole thing. Like, where were we in the relationship to like, I guess like being the larger world, down right? in the larger How did world? We get here? Yeah. I was really confused. Like at times, like, are we in a different timeline altogether? Are we just like shrunken down? I didn't, it was in the very, scheme of it. There wasn't really any, it's very weird. Uh, description, any yes. narrative of what is happening and where we where, are. Yeah, where we were. We are just going to the quantum realm. And it's always been yes. mentioned and mentioned, but no one's ever talked about it in depth. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Kang just crash lands here? Like, that didn't even make yes. any So did he, like, shrink down? Like, none yeah. of, nothing was ever flushed out. Yeah, you. I felt like you spent the first, at least in my experience watching it, Emily and I spent the first 45 minutes trying to figure out What's happening? What what had happened? How we got here? What was happening? And I feel as if eventually you disconnect from that a little, and you just start to track with the larger kind of narrative. Just yeah. from an enjoyment perspective, you're just trying to enjoy like the action sequences and where we're going. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I felt like the reviews were pretty fair. I thought maybe yeah. in the beginning, I thought perhaps they were going to be a little harsh, just because everybody kind of dogged it so so much. Uh, but I felt like it was pretty fair. I felt like it was more of a miss than it was a hit. Couple of funny moments. Uh, it definitely Bill does Murray. not does not land consistently with the comedy. That was. I felt like the writing there was a little weak. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, and I don't. And Kang, I'm, uh, man, I think he does a really good job as like that character. I enjoy him. And I think he does. I think the acting is good. The performance is good. Right. Yeah. I'm not in love with the character. Not yet. I find the whole how he got there. They didn't really cover that. There's all. There's one in. I guess in every timeline or in every like yeah. world. I felt like that was a little confusing and also not explained. Still at not all. fleshed out enough. Yeah. Also feels as if this is. This probably goes back to the comics. This is probably less a movie issue, but just like as a foundational thing i don't really care for the idea that there's so many of them it really makes him feel not that threatening in a way because it's like mm. if you or not that impactful because they spend the whole movie trying to kill this one or trying to defeat this one and then you find and it's out like, that well, what does it really matter there's there's so many of them like yeah there's well, tons of them in the whole right if we go back to loki the what is he what did he call what did he call himself the one one who remains or whatever yeah amortis he's the one keeping the other kings at bay yeah right and when he perishes and then that final king that king so i guess it's kind of like a domino effect mm -hmm. he perishes because he's protecting the timeline there's no one to protect the timelines and then the king that is in the quantum realm Apparently, he's like the threat. So yeah. he's just like the bad boy Kang. Yeah. He's the baddie and he wants to come rehab. He wants it. to wreck shit. And then, so. So I guess at some point, like he comes out, he's going to be more of a menace. It doesn't mean that all the Kangs are bad. It just means that this one is bad. No, they're all, they're, they're, they're supposed to all be bad. But see how that's a little confusing and exactly. a little, yeah. like, not it as fun. It needs to be me. flushed out a little more. You see, we, how we got, we got Thanos, it was flushed out. He felt his introduction was a lot better. I felt he was a much more like that was a much more menacing character. And I thought that that was a villain that warranted the saga. Yeah. Right. Kang has yet to do that for me. And 
if we are in a multiverse saga, why are we on the in the the last leg of it just now getting our villain? You know, like yeah, it, it would have been nice if we saw little bits and pieces of him here and there. Uh, I don't, I don't like the fact. So that goes back to the whole introduction of him piece. I don't care for how he was introduced. I thought what they did with Thanos was great. I don't like the fact that if he's supposed to be this villain that's going to span the next saga, I don't like how he kind of got beat up by Ant-Man. Like Thanos, when you saw him, the first he was time. Yeah. not to be messed with. And when he would do things here and there in movies, like you'd experience him, it was very clear that that was like – the Avengers stood no chance. Yeah. You felt that. And in this, it was kind of like, okay, well, if Ant-Man, Ant-Man can beat and him, his daughter are beating why, up on him. Why do we even feels, need the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like, all right, yeah. well, we get everybody together and it seems like this isn't going to be that big of a deal. Like, you know, are we going to fight 50 of these people at at some point? Like, it's yeah. not, it's not really, and I get it. Uh, you know, I, you know, I get into these um, uh, theory uh, pages on Reddit and, yeah. and insider things, and you know they kind of describe like how the story is going to be molded. And but I don't know, man. I, you know, I th- Jonathan Majors might even drop that bag. They might just do away with Kang altogether. Now that he's, I mean, essentially you Maybe. could, you could really just kind of say it's over. I'd because, rather just yeah. see a villain that was more like I enjoy the mastermind style villain. Thanos was kind of pulling the strings yeah. from above and you really don't get to battle him and see him in his fullest form until you start getting into when we saw him in game, in, right? in, in Infinity War yes and he flapjacked the Hulk we yes. were like oh shit that like, felt like the appropriate yeah, build up to yeah. who he was whereas this I feel like I saw what he can do and it's not that threatening. And <laughs> Ant Man, Quantumania. Yeah. It kind of, it just, he's not as intimidating to me anymore. It's not adding up. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't build. I don't know how they do that. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, any other TV shows? Any, well, any other movies you saw? Did, uh, did I tell you I saw Super Mario? No, we did not. You yeah. did not tell me that. I took, I took Clark. I took, uh, you know, you might have texted me that actually. Now that I, think I about that texted it. you. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the show. Yeah. I took Clark and Quinn to see Super Mario. I absolutely loved it. Great. I thought um, they did a very good job at incorporating all of the pieces of the Mario lore yes. into one kind of congruent story. Mm-hmm. I thought the story was kind of, uh, you know, we talked uh, briefly about it when Isaiah was here the last time. He was like, oh, it was kind of mid. I expected it for it to be a mid story for a 10 year old who, who doesn't have the lore invested correct in, right yeah so like in the beginning in that beginning sequence when they're running to get to the job and then it goes into a 2d yes right i was like oh okay i see what we're i see what's gonna yes i see how they're gonna do this right like that was awesome for me clark loved it she's in love with princess peach yeah so like anytime princess peach was like on screen, she's just like standing up in her chair. Mm-hmm. Quinn, not so much. I don't think she really likes the movies. Like she just was terrible the whole time. Yeah, but um, what's the age? Uh, she's three. She just that's a little young. Though, yeah, right? she, I don't For think she's, Yeah, Clark is five. Like she that was turned sense. up. Like yeah. she was turned Hell up yeah. and like like yeah, let's fucking do this. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it, man. I you know you got Donkey Kong and Kong Island. And, yep. Um, you know the 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 they they 
do the thing in movies, especially video game movies, where they take one element that's probably a repetitive thing in the game and then make it kind of like a special thing mm-hmm. in the movie, right? Like we did it with uh, with Sonic. It was the ring, right? He ended up losing all of them and had one left, right? In in uh, Super Mario, it was the the, uh, the star, Right. And then we don't see what the star does. We know what the star does, mm-hmm. but we don't know what it's going to do in, in the dynamic of this movie. Yes. Until correct. the end. And then they get the star and they beat Bowser. And it was just, I just felt like it was just done very well. Like I was, correct, yeah. you know, they made the joke about the accent and, uh, you know, his voice. And he's like, ah, you know, is the accent too much? It's a me, Mario. Yeah. And he's like, I thought he did a good job. I was fine with it, I man. Thought it, I, I thought was, it was dope. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure why so many people got worked up about that. I didn't, I never quite got it. I thought, I mean, after having seen it for sure. I know. I, I, I think I know where we are right now. Critics, because we're going back to the movies are actually trying to criticize the movies, right? They're trying to be these full fledged, variety pieces about movies that are just supposed to be fun, right? Like we're not supposed to get a think piece about Super Mario. We're just supposed to get a good, a good animated movie, right? And it incorporated everything from the raccoon suit to the fireballs to, you know, like how the world is done and just all of it. Right. And Bowser being infatuated with princess peach is why, he is trying to like marry her and yeah, kidnap yeah, yeah. her, which you never really get that. Uh, you never really get that broken down to you in the game. Like, why is he kidnap kidnapping? Mm-hmm. So the, they took the opportunity with the movie to, to say, kind of build that out, the a building, right? To sure. flush that out for us. So I was I was fine with it, man. I don't I, I don't know that I think it might have been a little more uh, gratifying for adults. And optically pleasing for children. Sure. But that's my take on it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a big win, all things considered. Yeah, I loved it, man. It was good. Any other movies on your watch list? What else did I see? Um, started Born Ultimatum. What I got, Josh? Josh writing a paper. You went way back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, right. you added John Mulaney. Oh, my God. Just down. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Baby J. Baby J. Yo. I, first of all, I love John Mulaney. I, he's one of my favorites. Uh, he's great. And, you know, he recently went through, um, you know, a really tough addiction period. Yeah. And that's what this stand-up is about. And he really just, no holds bar, is able to just give us his uh, first-person view of, like, him going through, like, his addiction phase yeah. and, like, rehab and, like, bouncing back. And he's able to, you know, have that humility and, like, really talk about it. I think my favorite part was and he was like <laughs> I was I was high on cocaine <laughs> and I w- found my SNL badge and I went to the studio and I said I need a haircut <laughs> ma'am and he demanded the, that they cut his hair oh man he, he just there was so many different puns in the in the stand-up where he just landed it it was he executed it just very well, man. It kind of took a little bit of a uh, not a dive in the uh, reviews, but it has not fared as well as his other. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, specials. It was not Emily and I uh, also watched that one. I did not find it as it. It wasn't as funny, in my opinion. I felt like it was more him kind of just telling us his experience through rehab, which yeah. is. 
a it's a funny there's funny elements to mm-hmm. the story. It's a dark story though. It's a very very dark. Yeah. Comp. Uh, there's very very dark uh, concepts in it. Yes. And if you're not comfortable. It's a thing where I, I don't want you to laugh at me. I want you to laugh with me as I kind yeah. of talk about my demons. And if you're not really comfortable with this type of context, I totally understand why people would be like, because uh, like one of my boys, um, my man Torian, Torian was like, you would like this dark ass stand up. I was like, yeah, it's like, it's less like my bits. It's less bits. It's yeah. more of like, let me tell you the story of my rehab and how I got back on my through feet. a comedic yeah, yeah. lens. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he says, um, uh, I was the, <laughs> I was, he, I was skinny on cocaine and I had just got my hair cut and I was the best looking person at, In my, intervention. Yes. <laughs> at my intervention. Yes. <laughs> I just, I, I, I appreciate him being able to just open up about it. Uh, I mean, I, I that's my type of humor. I love, I love dark humor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it felt very cool. similar. I, it reminded me of like a Dave Chappelle where yeah. Dave Chappelle's at yeah. now. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle kind of comes out and just tells you like a story and aspects of it might just be more like informative. Yeah. Not as we funny. talked about this. And then there's yeah, more of like a wave Rock, yeah. to it, right? Where you get like, you know, where Chris very Rock funny parts was doing like bits and Chappelle has kind of moved away from the bits. Yeah intertwine the jokes into storytelling. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of more, a lot of uh, stand-up comedians are gravitating to, to kind of nail home a lot, a lot of their points, right? Versus. It's a higher level, I feel like. Yeah, of storytelling, the, yeah. Of, of the comedy thing. It's much harder to probably do that. I, I believe so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping that he releases a few specials though over the course of like the next, you know, year I, and a yeah. half. I'm wondering if he will. I'm wondering if so. this is just like a cuz it really was all about I felt like the bulk of it was really about the rehab thing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there's so many other aspects like his whole divorce and he has a kid now. Like there's all these things yeah. he never even touches on. Oh yeah, he doesn't talk about the divorce. He like just pops up with a baby with Olivia Munn. Yeah, like, but like very, did, but very briefly mentions the baby. The kid, so I yeah. feel like there's so much other material out there yeah. that he has to be, he has to have multiple like episodes how, or how, multiple like hours. Like how did he bank. land Olivia Munn? I would love to know how that all came together. <sighs> yeah. yeah, and that's weird because like, <laughs> I mean, I guess he's on. I guess he's I mean, in rehab, so it is what it is. But like, I follow him on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. and it's just like one day they just like popped, popped up. Popped up with the. The kid. I, I mean, I don't even know how that all connects. I but, mean, chicks hey, dig guys that are good for him. funny and got personality, so I get it. But that's just like it was. There was never like any word of them like dating yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like all of a sudden, boom! It felt fast. He got Olivia Munn and his baby mother. Yeah, which I know it's probably was like a bucket list for. Her. Hundreds of men, millions of men out here. <laughs> Hundreds of <laughs> men. And one and 105. <laughs> one, 200. Um, Chanel and I tried to tried to do uh, Way of the Water, and we got through it. Oh, no shit. You did watch that. Yeah, we got through it. I keep seeing it. It's the first thing that pops up. Like when I turn on Apple TV, <laughs> Way of the Water, <laughs> that, uh, that oh, chick's man. face. I hated it. And uh man, I really I don't know what I don't know what it's gonna take for me. Way too long, honest. man. Way too long. I think I fell asleep for like 30 minutes of it. Yeah. And I was like, God, this has to be almost over. 
And it was still two and a half hours left. And I just, I just jumped right back in. I was just that means like, you were 30 minutes in. I think it's like 310 or 311. Yeah, or man. It was like really, that. really long. Um, I appreciate the visual effects. I felt like, I felt like the story again was just like a little, it was the same story, just in a different setting. Yeah, but it's a, it's one of those things, again, it's more about the experience of it than I think the story. I watched it on Apple TV. Matter of fact, I watched it on Plex. Thanks, Josh. But it was, but like, was it? <laughs> it's definitely there legally. Visually, is it like a, does it feel reminiscent of the first? Like yeah. you feel like, oh, wow, this does look cool. So, it, Or does it feel very like, oh, I've seen this before. It, it requires the theater experience. And because I didn't it see breaks it. breaks down at home. Yeah. Once you watch it at home, like. Uh, we got like a setup like like this yeah. at home, you know, TV on the wall and like, you know, you can kind of like uh, the mini theater experience is what I would call it. Surround sure, sound. So sure. like if you turn off all the lights and you get, you know, cozy. You get real close to the screen. Right. Right. <laughs> then it's You get a semi theater experience. Hell yeah. But like we were watching it. We had it on like during the day in the background moving and like watching it. The way you're supposed to experience maybe like that. And it was just it wasn't. Amongst other things. It just, I don't know, man. I At one point, I was really locked in for like an hour and 20 minutes. I was just like. This is the best movie I've ever seen. And then I just, I then I snapped to it. I was like, this shit is terrible. Oh <laughs> I, I was like, nah, man, this is not it. It was, it literally was the same movie, just done in a different setting. I think, what's the next one? They're going to go to the skies and there's going to be sky avatars or fire avatars. I think there's like a fire avatar. Yeah, like it's just. It's like Pokemon. Yeah. You're just going to find different types of avatar people. And then the colonizers are going to come back as those type of avatar. And then we do this song and dance over and over again. Like, when does the lore part of it kick in? You know what I mean? Like, I I, I, I don't know if that exists. I appreciate the new characters. Like, there was uh, Colonel, I don't remember his name, Colonel whatever, uh, his son, right? Which was strange because they never really. Uh, you haven't seen it yet, right? I've not seen this. Okay, though. then I, I won't go into depth. I'll wait for you to yeah, save to, me. to 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 see it. Save but me the three hours. There was so a I lot of there was myself. some plot holes in it that didn't live up. I just was kind of like, this is just. They just kind of like rushed yeah. through it, All and right. then I'm like, what? Like, I, so I feel like you've watched the, quite a few things since I last saw you. Yeah, yeah, I did, man. Um, what else I got on here? Uh, Born. I watched the um, Chris Evans got a new movie on Netflix, Ghosted. Uh, I've seen the ads for it. Have not seen the. It's movie. A dark rom, a dark rom com because it's pretty violent, and it's kind of more of like a fish out of water story for him because he's yeah. not the action guy in it. Okay, he's dating a spy. And you get a, you get Anthony Mackie pops up, mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan pops up, so you get some uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know you get cameos from all those people. Okay, and surprisingly, it was on Apple TV, so it's it's still. I was surprised at how violent it was for Apple TV. It's an Apple TV movie. Yeah, yeah. It's Apple, not a Netflix thing. No, 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 no. It's an Apple TV original or whatever they call it. Okay. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, it's fine. All right, I'll and uh, NBA playoffs. You know, I'm a big Laker fan, man. We made it to the second round. Didn't watch that. Um, playing Golden State, a revisit from the 
2016 finals. So a lot of legacy there. And LeBron's a Laker, so he's got his Lakers on the West Coast playing against Steph Curry in, in Golden State again. So I've been tuning into that. And and then, uh, you know, we had NFL draft and a lot of, you know, NFL news and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk about it later or we can talk about it now. So it's up to you. You want to go through your watch list? Let's see. I uh, did Yellow Jackets. That did come two. back, right? Yeah. 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 Did uh, you watch season one? Uh Passively, passively. It's an odd show yeah. to be passive about. Well, well, Chanel would watch it, and then I would just kind of tune, tap in. It's a dark show. You know, we both work from home. Uh, over, uh, we have an overlap of work from home. Do you guys watch shows at night? Like when it's the two of you, and you're like, downtime? we have our things to watch at night together, and then what are those things? Like Ghosted was like one of those one things. of those things. Um, I feel like you watch a lot of things while doing other things. I was trying to figure out how you determine what you're going to dedicate your time to at night. Oh, like box office stuff is like, we'll wait for each other. Or like shows that we're definitely, like Snowfall, we were in tune together. Like we we would watch that together. Okay, so that's an example. Um, We watched Swarm together. So she watched Yellow Jackets. You caught some of it past like, Passively on the side. Okay. And she's watching season two now. I I don't know. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her watching any TV without me. So I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay too. Um, She's just not watching TV with me because she's doing me a favor. I dedicated some time to that, getting caught up. I've probably like, I don't know. We watched like five episodes of the last like week or so on that. It's a pretty long show. Um, then we touched on the movies that we saw. I think that's probably about it, man. Been doing 90 days. Yeah. That's it. That's back. Yeah. That's been back. Yeah. I got two 90 days on right now, to be honest. Like, 90 days in paradise. And then 90 days the other way. Oh, we've been Because there's always one on. And now they're, they're getting ready yeah. to end, I think, 90 days the other way. So they've already transitioned into 90 days in paradise. Mm-hmm. So got that. Just cooking, dude. Um, but yeah. My Trash TV, we've been tuned into. And Chanel and I watched this together. Love After Lockup, which I feel like is total inverse from 90 days. No, I know. We've talked about this many times. And um, it's just... Super trash. Like 90 mm-hmm. days is trash. Bro, this is yeah. This is river trash. Yeah. Trash bags hung on sticks stuck in the mud. Yeah. Just blowing in the Hell wind. Yeah, dude. Super trashy. I uh, still didn't even finish Mandalorian. Oh, finish it, man. That last episode. I'm sleeping was really on good. that. The last episode I saw was one with uh Lizzo. Jack Black. And, yeah. <laughs> and that one was just weird. It was very weird. And I felt like this season was, I think I'm only back behind one episode. Yeah. Get to that season finale. I feel like this is a very weird yeah. season of Mandalorian. I did not enjoy it. Really? As a whole. I don't think so. Okay. The other two were better. I like a, I like a little bit more of a cohesive story, like season. Yeah. I felt like this one was kind of all over the place. It definitely was. Yeah. And it just took for, I know that there were some like over arching concepts that they were kind of trying to tie together. I think they're trying to set up a bigger situation, Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But there were episodes where Emily and I were like, I don't really know what we just saw. Like, I don't, Yeah, I don't know what that, it was a lot of filler with action. It was, if that makes sense. Yeah. The the episodes weren't really like connecting, 
but they were under with the underlying tone. Yeah. But they just kind of confused us because they, you had they to like just, really be, yeah. you had to be really dialed into some of like the more like nuanced aspects of earlier seasons. And then, and if you're not really paying that close attention, you kind of miss out on some of it. This season know. was for people who have been watching it. Yes. Like if you haven't been watching it. But it's a little frustrating because the, because they left all this space between season two and season three. This is a this is an issue that I've talked about a lot. You in the hate past. you hate the gap. I hate the big gaps. They're doing these things, or they create these huge gaps in between seasons now. And then they expect me to just be able to like pick up on the smallest details. The Michael Strahan's, yeah. Can't do it, dude. You gotta get your shit together. <laughs> I'm over it. Josh got it. <laughs> I did not get it. He's Jog, got a, he's got a, a big gap. Oh. In his mouth. Yeah. Idiots. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. <laughs> <laughs> Which my Michael Strahan sounds just like my um uh, my tithe. I might tithe and I take a bite out of you. <laughs> oh man. man. What um, you listening to over there, Josh? The trailer for the new ultimatum. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's worth it. I popped I popped an earbud in. That's Air worth bud. the watch Air though. <laughs> oh, that yeah. The new ultimatum is yeah. coming out the end of May, May 30th. I was a little yep. bummed. I thought it was April, like April 30th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's 30 days in April. But I saw the trailer for it a while ago, and I was like, oh, man, they must be dropping this right after Love is Blind's ending. This is going to be great. And no, got like a month yeah. to wait on that. Yeah. Ultimatum, I thought, was like the the best of all of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out of all of the – it's the most aggressive, and it's the most like brutal. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. And I'm really looking forward to this. It's the most, it, it is the most unhealthy situation, scenario to yeah, throw of somebody course, into. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, therefore, the most enjoyable. I'm really not sure why there's been so much downtime in between seasons. This isn't really even, I feel like, a true successor to the first season because it's like explicit. Like, it, I think it even has a different name. It's like, isn't it like Ultimatum something? Like the, the Ultimatum colon queer love. Yeah. And so the I, Lachets are not back. Yeah. So, I feel like it's like How a separate. Is there, like, are they like. As I'm saying, I feel like it's like a, it's almost being treated like a branch off of the ultimate yeah. or something. Yeah, like a spinoff. Yeah, which I'm not really, I don't get because I don't know. They're treating it like it's different or something. But in either case, very excited for it. Look, that's what Isaiah is saying, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. The, yeah. I, did you watch the trailer? Oh, I don't, I don't want to get the, my, I don't want to dig myself. There's a little it. sound bite halfway through it. She goes, I don't know. I mean, I'm really into her, but I'm also really into her girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> So assy. Classic. <laughs> so if it's messy good. like that, it'll definitely get some burn in my in my house. Like, it's, yeah. it's gonna oh, be it looks messy, like it will. dude. Yeah. The first one was messy. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. The first one was real yeah. messy. Yeah. So good though. And Man. this is a predominantly female cast. Yes. Also. So there's no Is it not all males. female? I thought maybe it was all female. Well, I'm just reading the Wikipedia oh, here okay. because I don't know how they identify. Yeah. Right? Great. But I can just quote Wikipedia here and I can't be canceled for that. Okay. So you cannot. <laughs> you cannot just read. If you just read stuff. You're yeah. yeah, right. You're just stating facts. And there's, right a cit- you just, there's a citation too, Us Weekly. So it's really oh, Sarah it's really Donnellan's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, you just, you know. Yep. I, I read them as I see them, you know. Hell yeah, man. That's what I, how you feel right now about that is how I felt reading the Miss Marvel comments <laughs> like i wanted to say it but i was like i will not be it will not get a soundbite of me reading back any of that nonsense like uh, I, I didn't say it last week but there was one there was like a black chick a white girl and a and a south asian lady walking to a bar and i like left it at that i was like nah <laughs> i was like nope nope 
Uh, nope, nope, not doing that. <laughs> oh man, Lamar got his money. That so dumb that he did. Guys, I think it's so dumb. <laughs> I think when he started playing these games back in when was it December, November, yeah. December? I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, should have just been like done. So we have the opportunity playing, to walk away from playing, it. He keeps playing games and then. Give in. I think he knew the whole time he was going to sign. I just don't, I don't appreciate the lack of professionalism around it. Yes. Right? Like, I don't like how he did it. I don't like how Aaron Rodgers did it. I just, I don't, I just. It's a different day and age, though, in the NFL. And that's, I think, what's the most frustrating about it. It's very counterculture to what we are familiar with. Yes. From a, like, player team relationship contract negotiation agent like yeah thing it's just it's just different it's all very like i don't like being privy to new age but it is is what it is and you can tell like the ravens are trying to be i think they're highly regarded in the like industry or whatever yeah like doing good business yeah, yeah so i think they're trying to like uphold that as much as they can i feel like they got bullied it's into it. very yeah. hard when you have i think lamar on the other end who's just running circles around you from a pr perspective with no agent and because, posting on twitter yeah, <laughs> like, you know, he's crazy. like what? he's like 22 yeah so it's just he's, not i mean he's doing things on social media that are like way over my head dude i don't even know what we're you know, doing. So I feel bad for the Ravens organization. I don't even know how they navigate that's that situation. But highest but, play highest paid player per year ever. Right? That is I think or highest paid player, I think player right now. But not necessarily. So like in theory, if Mahomes were to have like stellar years every year. It would year. be him then. I think technically then Mahomes would make more money because Mahomes Mahomes contract is it's 500 million I think five right. something. It's over 10 years. I think it's a longer contract. But I think with like the bonuses and the and all that, like I think if he were to have if he continues to perform like he does, I would think he would probably net more. Lamar's, I think, is just the highest guaranteed, yeah. perhaps. Uh, Lamar is the highest uh, quarterback, it looks like. Because he beats all three years, right. Correct. Based Jalen Hurts signed a $51 million contract. Yeah. 251. Or 50. What did you 50, say? It says 51, according to ESPN. Per year? Per uh, highest three year APY. Got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, he definitely got more than. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And then, and he's again according to ESPN, he's number three total guaranteed money. Deshaun Watson has a four-year contract that he got two thirty-four. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's number one, and then Kyler Murray is at one eighty-nine-five. Yeah, um, and I feel like it's also again with quarterbacks getting paid as much as they are. I feel like that's also a new thing too. Like it's also a new reality that we're kind of waking yeah, into a little bit. Yeah, um, but which, I mean. Yeah. On one hand, it makes me proud to see the quarterback position being uh, upheld by, you know, so many black quarterbacks and getting paid and, like, changing the game. I just don't like how he handled it. And that's just me personally. Like, I just wish he kind of, like, you know, you don't got to do all that. He's getting the best sick pay of anybody ever. That PTO was bussing. (laughs) That's bussing. You know what I mean? 
but you know, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, as a Ravens now, now taking a step back as a Ravens fan, I am all right. We 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 did good in the draft. We we got Lamar. You know, that's 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 Eric DeCosta's problem now. We got OBJ. Yeah, you know. All right, let's let's. Let's yeah. have some fun. Let's. Oh. I do think that this is the year. I'm excited because I do feel like this is the year where you cannot make any more excuses. Like I feel like Lamar really is going to be front and center. You got. You the, cannot yep, complain you about the wide weapons. receivers. You got multiple. You weapons. cannot complain about contracts. You, nope. There's, There's nothing. Just everything you have wanted, you've gotten. We got the trainer out of there. Yes. We got a new offensive coordinator. Yes. We literally rebuilt the house for you. Correct. So that is yes. The Ravens have basically given you everything. So you kind of have to show up at this point. There's and you have to like put it down yeah, to an extent. You gotta lay that's it down, just, bro. That's that's my opinion. So I'm, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this season. I hope that you know. I hope that's what happens. Yeah. I hope we I get to like watch some games. The excuse that are, for so long has been, you know. No wide receivers, doesn't have the contract, doesn't, you know. You know, how does he play with no contract? We, no, we don't have to worry about Doesn't feel valued or whatever. I think the only thing now is, uh, you know, just how this wide receiver core works out. Like, who's going to be the number one? And, you know, is Odell going to do the 30-year-old thing where he does, like, load management and we rely heavy on Bateman and Flowers? Uh, well, no, we'll see, man. But we got we got a lot of good guys, man. I'm so. just glad my jersey's gonna hold up for another few. That's years. why I didn't buy one. <laughs> That's why I didn't buy one. You bought one. I was like, I, I did. don't know. I bought one. <laughs> I was like, I'm First not doing it. I can I buy got one, one during. I have never had a Ravens jersey. Never owned one. And then Lamar was a fun player to watch. Everybody was hyped up. 2019 was yeah. like a glorious year. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Getting a jersey. You got to see year. you took the bait. This is the, this is the year, <laughs> took dude. Took the bait. And uh, yeah, so I locked in and I'm feeling pretty good about my investment right about now. So yeah. good for you, man. Yeah. I think is as a Ravens fan, you gotta go legacy. Like I got a I got a uh Ray Lewis. I thought you like I got a Ray Rice one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. wearing it all the uh, time. <laughs> I was trying to get a uh, a pun there. No, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun to have some legacy jerseys. I'm yeah. sure I could track down like you know some old a Justin ones, Tucker. Justin Tucker is a safe one. Yeah, it's a safe That's one. A safe one. Uh, yes. You know, you guys better go, mom. Some you can even do Flacco. You know what I'm saying? He won us the Super Bowl. So Dude, Flacco. Well, the Flacco one would be nice. I feel like those are a little bit more manageable. I could probably track one you of those know, down. Yeah, you can still. You can still. There's, you still get one of those on the Ravens web on the Ravens store. Can you still buy like old team? Can you because you got to be able to get a Ray Lewis one from the Ravens store? Yeah, but there's the there's the Ravens um, sports memorabilia store on Rice Town Road, Owens Mills, right next to the Tesla dealership. Yeah, uh, we should do a field trip if you want to go. I've gotten a couple t shirts. You're saying they have like old they have stuff. fucking everything. Have everything. The NFL everything. the NFL only sells current. These guys got every jerseys. Bro. You can get. Uh, Goddamn Desmond yeah, Howard. It, if is you it want. like authentic stuff or yeah. is this like the reprints? Nah, they got everything. Literally everything. Bobbleheads. You're paying like top dollar because nah, it's like vintage. Nah. Okay. It's just like a it's just like a sports memorabilia store. All I, right. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll have to go check it out. I did not know this. Next is time a Josh store. needs to get a tune up, 
I don't even know. I got an Orioles hoodie. I don't even know. What do you, what do you, all right, let me ask you. What do you get done for your Tesla maintenance if you got to go to the dealership? All right, it's washer fluid. Brake pads. Washer fluid? Brake pads. Okay. Brake fluid whenever that needs to be flushed. And then the battery. And battery coolant every eight to 10 years. And this takes like 14 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty quick. But now I will say that I have had the computer replaced twice. Oh no. So that's not ideal. Once was like it just uh, like it was a free upgrade. Mm, okay. And then that one went bad like Shit three weeks fried. before my warranty they was up. It out so with tweezers good. and it was smoking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Found the magic smoke. It's like a shit ton of liquid damage pictures first though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Okay. But yeah, there's no regular maintenance really. Good for you. And the brake pads don't wear because I don't use the brakes. So at all, <laughs> not very rarely. Okay. I just let the engine, the you know, regenerative braking. Just let me know before you drive down my street. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get my kids back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, did you hear about his brother? Sounds like a setup to a joke. No, no, this not. is this is not. This is very bad news. I don't really track with Mahomes' brother. Uh, well, it's it's okay. like <laughs> it's like. Does uh, anyone besides you? No, I don't at all. It's like national news because he got locked up for sexual assault. Oh, that was mm. went, went dark. Yeah, Oof, yeah. really. I was trying to. I was trying to prepare you guys. Uh, apparently, he like did something really bad at a club, and I'm learning. That there are so you know he's like a big TikTok person like no he's not an athlete I'm I'm gonna preface this whole conversation you know nothing yeah, about I don't him. couldn't even, even tell you what his first his name, name is right you put him in a lineup in my life on the line I, you just have to kill me he's a shitty individual I'll just start there he's nothing like but Patrick. what is his name he doesn't you don't, you don't even know his name good I just know him as Patrick Mahomes brother oh man. I, I think like, that was the headline that I got to my phone. I feel Patrick like this Mahomes. This isn't even going brother. as well as you hoped it would. What's his name? Jackson. Jackson. That's Jackson a, Mahomes. That's a dickhead name. Yep. That's that's a arrested on suspicion of aggravated sexual battery. Yeah. Oh Jesus mm. Christ. Yeah. Wow. Uh, In a club. Wow. The talk is uh, my my and sports. He's a big boy. Nah, he's Mahomes isn't a big, a big guy. Dude. Nah, Mahomes isn't really a big guy. He's about six big four. Big guy. All right. He's 22 years old, if yeah. that makes anything. Oh, he's a young buck. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. Right. Related he's to an incident on now. February 25th. Ooh, yeah. So he's like big on TikTok. You know, there was like the things uh, people were like, you know, on the internet talking about how he's always on the sidelines, like doing the TikTok dances and like had like a dance off, I think with like Juju Smith Schuster or whatever. But the talk is he's a, he's a, He's a shitty 22-year-old, and he runs writer. around Kansas City like he owns the place. Like, he's banned from the bars. and Yeah, he would. I and, feel like he would. Uh, Welcome to Towson. Yeah, he, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Imagine if Lamar Jackson had, like, a little brother who was just terrorizing Towson. Does he not? I don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't did. be terrorizing Towson, though. He'd be terrorizing. Green Turtles and Owens Mills. <laughs> oh, I guess. Where's Patrick Mahomes from? I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this backwards. Kansas City, I think, because his father played for Kansas. Oh well, if that's the case, that makes Texas, sense. Texas, I sense think. His he was around. born in Tyler, Texas. Texas. All right. Texas. And he played for Texas Tech. Right. Okay. okay. Yes. That's so his good. brother moved with him. Oh yeah, to Kansas City. Yeah. And uh, I don't. They're not too far. Are we sure Mahomes doesn't live in Texas? Like full time. I feel like he's trying to save them, save on he, them taxes, dude. He. They don't do income tax, right? So I'm saying he's got to be 
He's got to be there six months a year. I've seen an article about that, about money in Texas uh, long, you know, lasting longer because- I mean, that's why Lamar is in Florida for six months. Yeah. Maybe we need to um, go to- No, nah, it looks like he lives in Kansas City. Damn. I mean, him. Uh, all right, maybe he's got two houses. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Inside, this is from New York Post. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes is quietly building a multi-million dollar real estate empire in Texas. He's got to be. Two homes are in Missouri. One is a vacant plot. Yeah, but he's got to be. Yep, he's got to be filing stuff through Texas. Has to. No income tax. Those yep. check that direct deposit Saving has his address so in Texas. Much money, but he's got to spend six months of the year and six months in a day in Texas. Well, that's that's the off season. Oh, I know. No. In yeah. December 2017, Mahomes purchased his first home, a two-bedroom, three-bath condo in Kansas City, for one twenty, uh, for which he paid one hundred twenty-five thousand less than the initial asking price. Originally listed for four seventy-five, Mahomes was able to buy the eighteen hundred square foot pad for three fifty. It's estimated to be worth a half million today. That's nice. So it seems like he's just got a small spot in Kansas that he's crashing in. Because he got a kid and a, and a wife now. So he's, we're talking mm, about Patrick Mahomes, and he's living in a three hundred thousand dollar, eighteen hundred square. Oh, foot I can't imagine Kansas City being spot. like that popping of like a. In January twenty nineteen, he bought another home in Kansas City, one point eight million, three okay. bedroom, four bath. Uh, so that's gotta, closer yeah. to spanning what over forty three hundred square feet. The property oh, situated yeah, that's, on that's one point four acres there of go. land. There that's the go. big boy. That's also go. in Kansas City. So he's probably got the apartment where his brothers terrorizing ladies, all the local bars, yeah, right? in the bars, and then he's going home to the house or he stays there. I have heard of like Ravens having uh, apartments in. Uh, condos down in like Harbor East. Sure. Like, you know, they stay there before games. And just I, travel you know what, guys? I'm, I'm really digging deep into this Mahomes thing. He it's owns bad. three homes in Kansas City. Okay, now In 2020, now he getting... bought a vacant land of eight acres about a half, uh, about an hour and a half from Kansas City and built a home on it. He's about to make a strip mall. And then he bought a home <laughs> in Westlake, Texas, 3.37 million. Got five hundred million dollars. There you go. He hasn't even cracked twenty. Buying no, all these homes, man. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. All things well, considered. Well, I thought they were my homes. They're his <laughs> homes. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it oh, is. Oh man, man. How about this anyway. Elijah Craig though? Huh? It's, 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 it's a little beating, spicy. It's a little beating me up. A little Was that bit. your Bill Cosby impersonation? Ooh. No, I, my <laughs> never. <laughs> my Bill Cosby. Leo. My Bill Cosby impersonation. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no. Keep us Mm-mm-mm. from getting Mm-mm. kicked. <laughs> it's a little spicy. It is. It's, it's a little, little heavy. It's yeah. a little heavy. Yeah. yeah. You don't like the weight of it. I want some more though. You don't like the weight of it. You top me off. Did you watch the Dune Two trailer? I did. Cin- that cinematography is just rewarding. Beautiful to watch. Yeah. I I just I'm watching it like I remember, and we talk about we talked about this. I'm watching Dune just not. It's not pulling anything out of me, but I'm watching this like this is some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen. It's really unfortunate. I feel bad for you. Uh, I, I was hoping for more action, I guess. So I'm hoping- It's the first trailer. Yeah. So we'll get another, obviously. And uh, it's the whole, the whole movie was shot in IMAX. 
<laughs> Let's go. I'm Which sorry. What are we talking about? Dune I feel two. Dune. Is, Got it. I feel like that's a worthy reason. Now, I mean, I saw Dune one in theaters, so I mean, I'm definitely going to see Dune two. But if the whole thing is shot in IMAX, gotta go. I mean, I, I, gotta catch it. We're IMAX. at the point now where you know you can go. You can just go to the movies again. You yes. know, like you know, kid movies come out. Just take the kids. Oh it, yeah, tomorrow or not? Yeah, tomorrow midnight, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see Guardians uh, tomorrow. Guardians. You're yeah, going tomorrow. You want to go tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. at night. <laughs> Nick at night. Tomorrow at night. Tomorrow. Wait, night. is it Friday morning? No, it's just or Thursday. Thursday morning. Thursday it comes night. out Thursday night. Thir- okay. All right. All right. You having a stroke? You all right? <laughs> it comes out. It comes out Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday midnight, morning. Right. So Friday morning. I think they do. I think they do late showings on Thursday. Okay. though. Yeah. Can't you go at like a nine o'clock or something? Don't you can go at seven thirty, three thirty if you want. Yeah, they rolled yeah. it out. I think oh, earlier. All right. Okay. So yeah, I'll probably Fine. go to Cinemark tomorrow. Towson. Yeah. They'll be over there at Towson. Yeah, do the late show. Trying to find a snack. <laughs> Hopefully everything. Trying to find an employee to help you. To, pay, <laughs> to help me pay for my drink. Take my money. Uh, so if you boys want to you you join. Um, you remember my friend Derek. He came to a few of your parties. Uh, sure, sure, sure. So uh, usually him and I go to the, to the, uh, the Marvel releases. So uh, we'll we'll do Towson. It's cool. We can get a drink and some nice pretzel bites. I'll be at the three o'clock standard showing, <laughs> bright and early. <laughs> uh, what is it like two fifty four? I think the runtime is or something like that. Uh, two thirty. Two thirty. I think so, it's the longest yeah. Guardians. Yeah, yeah supposed to be a long one. Uh, my boy Callan, uh, comic book group uh, book club guy, said he mm-hmm. saw it already. What time are you going? And do you have tickets already, or do you I just don't. show I up? I just show to up, this? man. I look. I first. I just look on Fandango and okay. just see what's available, and yeah. then I'm just like, all right, we're gonna go at this time. Meet me there, and we'll get there. So, all right. I'll let you boys know what time we we it roll. Looks out. like 10:30 is gonna be the the prime showing. Okay. 10:30 p.m. Yeah. Oof. They've got of, them. They've got them throughout the day. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of seats. But the 10:30 is the XD. Real D three D reserve. All right, it's in three D. There is three D. <laughs> a lot shows. of Craig is beating you up, baby. I don't want three <laughs> dimensions. Can't I just watch it? Just and uh, okay, all right. So I saw Super Mario in uh, IMAX, and but was it in three D? No, it wasn't in three D. And that's the first movie I've seen in IMAX in a while because I'm like. I'm not paying another five dollars just for an extra three feet of screen. Okay, so this is a there's a big issue here amongst like all this the movie conversation, um, and that is the IMAX that you're experiencing at like the Cinemark or that you're experiencing at the White Marsh or whatever. Yeah, they're IMAX certified screens. They're not actual IMAX. Screens. I saw it's a fraud. So it's a, it 100 is a fraud. So where do I go see the it's real a, IMAX? It's an issue. There really isn't the anywhere the science local. Center. The science center. <laughs> the museum. There really isn't anywhere local, unfortunately. They have they have in the past done movies at the Baltimore the Baltimore Science Center. Yeah, has I remember a that. Legitimate mm-hmm. IMAX, IMAX where it's theater. like all like all yes. the way to the top. Yeah. And they have done some movies there in the past. They have not in several years. I do not know why. I want to say the last thing that they did there was maybe like the Dark Knight. 
Um, I have seen some movies there, but they have I've really stopped that. Yeah. There is an IMAX theater in DC. There's a couple of them. There's one at the um, Air and Space Museum down there, which is where I saw Interstellar in IMAX. Mm. That was a super rad experience. So that Owens but, Mills AMC that has that whole side with the IMAX is not correct. IMAX. No. Fraud. So it's IMAX like certified and the screens might be bigger or might be like the, maybe like they're the just right bigger format, screens. They're not like, but IMAX it's not though. like a genuine, like IMAX theater. There is like a real IMAX theater that has like an actual 70 millimeter, like print and projector mm. and like a whole thing. Now I'll say though, on IMAX's website, it lists the AMC Owings Mills, yes. the AMC White Marsh and the AMC Columbia. Yes. In addition to the Science Center. Yes. And they also say that the White Marsh one has a laser yes. IMAX projector, which the other ones do not have. Mm-hmm. So I got to go to White Marsh? Mm-hmm. And I'll, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm wondering if you can give if it's on their website and they don't differentiate that and the Science Center. What is the, I mean. So uh, <laughs> if you really want to know, if you really want to track with it, generally speaking, when a movie comes out that is like done in a legitimate way. So for mm. example, Christopher Nolan will do this with his movies, Oppenheimer, but this will, it'll, he'll do it for sure. That's still not out He yet. will go, no, it comes out in, I think July or the end of June, mm. but they, he will have a website that will tell you where to go where see Where to watch it. his movie. Yes. Yeah. And there will be, um, Basically, it'll differentiate all of those things for you. So, for example, if it is shot in IMAX and it's shot on 70 millimeter film, yes. you want to watch it on a 70 millimeter projector yes. on an IMAX screen that's designed for 70 millimeter film. And there are very few IMAX theaters. That's like a true IMAX experience. Very few of those screens and theaters actually exist. Um, but he will show you if you want to go see it like that you can go to the website say i want to see it like this and put in your zip code and it'll tell you the nearest Mm. one to go see it in the like to see it in that basically experience good for you nolan or if and then you can like scale back right if you want to do like the other experiences and he'll have like imax laser or imax like 35 or whatever oh so he does his research so you can pick basically um, like the lesser of the qualities that you go to, obviously it opens up, there's more availability and there's more options out there. So okay. there's like, generally speaking, they will do some kind of like site where you can filter down and get right, the got it. true kind of, got it. True IMAX experience if you want that. Got it. But anyway. I, I was died. saying I White died, Marsh guys. because then we can go to Best Buy and get meatballs. Best Buy? Not Best Buy. Uh, you mean Ikea? Ikea. I said Best Buy. Yeah, Ikea. I was like, damn, dude, Best Buy really changed the game lately. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Uh, Do you want to run down on you want to talk about? I mean, I could talk. I could talk all day. I, I could talk all night. I, I know you can. But uh, no, nah, man, as far as like the pop culture movie world. I think we are. Uh, I think we've run the gamut. Let me look we'll, at the watch list. We'll have a tighter one. episode next week. We'll get yeah. Some this is. Together. I think we just wanted to like get together and Sh- we'll shoot the shit for shoot, a little bit. Yeah, and you know, let the people know we didn't forget about them. You know, what I'm saying you were traveling a little bit, and uh, we had busy weeks. Yeah. No Isaiah this week. Who? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Craig. Yeah, man, I, I got nothing. All um, right. Well, until episode fifty-six, then. We'll call it Hasta that. la vista. That's right, baby. <laughs>